Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, away we go at the four o'clock hour. Welcome back into Gwen and Chris on a uh, full four hour show Wednesday uh, get together here. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Uh, up until 6 o'clock, as mentioned, uh, you can join us, uh, of course, right here on 97.3 The Fan. Download the Odyssey app. You can listen on our webpage uh, right through there, 97.3 The Fan SD. Uh, dot com, or you can now watch the program streaming on uh, YouTube, our 97.3 The Fan channel. Just search for that and subscribe to it. You'll get all of the uh, info, uh, information and the input from not only this show, but Ben and Woods in the morning, uh, both uh, now uh, carried on the uh, YouTube channel, our third week of television coverage on the uh, Gwen and Chris program. And uh, I continue to think I have a pretty good face for radio. But uh, we're giving it our best shot, Scraby, and uh, I think the uh, I think the the feedback from the listeners has been uh, pretty excellent since we've gone to YouTube. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, people seem to enjoy quite a bit. I have been told that I have a face for a newspaper. You have a face for a newspaper. I have a face for radio. You know what you just no. reminded me of? What? I, I've totally forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show. Um, for those who are watching on YouTube right now. <laughs> You'll notice that Matthew is will not lift his arms up. Oh yeah, can you reach up to the top there and get me that uh, <laughs> shoulder? No, get no, me that. No, you don't want to. You want to touch that clock that's just above. Just reach the, up. Yeah, there you go. Ah, there we go. Yeah, see, put see, your arm see. back down, please. See, see, see. Put your arm back down. He's he's wearing what is known as a I, short shirt. I I like today. to call it a young shirt. You know, young shirt. Uh, uh, and Scraby does this to himself all the time. I don't know. He has, as you've seen, he has a number of different black shirts that he can go to, but he will not remove the ones that are probably a little too small. Uh, this has turned short. In- Short. This has turned into like a house shirt, but <laughs> right. So it can only well, why be are worn you wearing it here? Because then? I it's wanted a PJ to. Shirt. I wanted to wear my uh, my Michael Myers social distancing and wearing a mask. See, Scraby, this is how you know YouTube it is already YouTube is already having an effect. No one cared what they wore before. Now Scraby's trying to put on a a cool shirt for put YouTube. On, YouTube. Put on you an to. entertaining face, but for he the, sacrificed. Uh, Length. Today, yeah. length. Yeah, well, don't sacrifice length ever again. You got you to be, be the best look. You got to be able to do this. 
Got to be able to do I it. I don't need to do that. You <laughs> might need to do it. You might need to celebrate Chris versus the fans right. here in the I next mean, few minutes for Chris all you know. Chris versus the fans, maybe a fantabulous uh, game show. You might need to win. Like yeah, that. we could have ducked a game Goodness, in. we're not playing that today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big news of the day. The Angels have their manager, Ron Washington. The, Shout out uh, veteran, to Ron Washington. Former manager of the Rangers who led them to two AL pennants. Well deserved. Uh, will take over the Halos. 71-year-old man, uh, Washington has not managed since 2014. He was actually... Actually, the last team to get to the, the Rangers to a World Series. Prior to one this. out, one strike away. No from kidding, winning a World man. Series. He was so close. It didn't quite go his way, but uh, he takes over the Angels. The Padres uh, continue to not have a manager, which has uh, Scraby in a panic. Scraby's Although various, Monday. various reports say either the Padres are close to naming their manager or maybe sometime early next week, or... At some point. The that's quote we point. have is that they will name the manager at some point. So that's what we do know about the Padres' managerial situation. When uh, AJ's career is done with baseball, whenever that is, he needs to go into politics because he is the perfect... The master. He's the master of, of not giving any information. Doesn't say much. Uh, Lakers are in Houston tonight. That's a 5 o'clock start. For those of you who do watch on the YouTube uh, stream, that means uh, extra special fun for you because you get to watch Tony Gwynn Jr. watch a Laker game while he's doing the show. And that is entertaining, I can tell you. Uh, big game in the NBA tonight. Matchup between the Warriors and the Nuggies. Warriors are 6-2. and two. Nuggets, Nuggets are 7-1. <laughs> I wish they played like Nuggies. Yeah, they've been really good they so far. What do Nuggies play like? Like trash. They're yeah, not, oh, the way these guys team. are playing. By they, the way, speaking of Nuggies, <laughs> did you know that your other favorite little team, Scraby, the Sharkies, uh-huh. are setting NHL records for futility so far this season? Yeah, they've been pretty bad. They are 1-10-1, and so Ooh. they're off to a miserable start. Up there in San Jose. I don't hear you ripping the Sharkies as much. The Sharkies. The only reason I like to say Sharkies is to rep the Sharks is because I got to say Sharkies. Yeah. Well. When I went to college up there, the Sharks were a huge deal. Which college was this at this point? University yeah, of San Francisco. So this colleges. was the University it's of San Francisco. I've been to Palomar. <laughs> I've been to Colorado State. Um, yeah. Hard to keep track of you out there. All right. Uh, here we go. Chris first, the fans. Let's get ready for some trivia, Scrabe. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, big prize at stake today. If you win, you'll be qualified for our grand prize. That's a two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas and two tickets to Luke Bryan, uh, country music superstar Luke Bryan, has announced the final shows of his record-breaking Las Vegas headlining engagement at Resorts World Theater. Five-time Entertainer of the Year has fans on their feet in the high-energy electric performance that features only in Las Vegas production elements. Final show dates run December 29th through January 6th. Tickets on sale right now at Resorts World. That's rwlasvegas.com. Plus, not only will you qualify to go see Luke Bryan in Las Vegas, but you will win a pair of tickets to see Green Day at Petco Park, September 28th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. on Ticketmaster.com. So it is a, a music paradise here. If you are able to uh, win the... Welcome to paradise. Chris 
versus the fans today. Any update before we start on Chris leading the cheers at the I Believe chant? I'm Anybody? Gonna, I know I'll need more than 24 hours. You're going to need so. more than 24 hours. I wasn't hours. even trying. So. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> well, you know, we weren't, contacts. we weren't trying you for the uh, throw out the first pitch at a Padre game, so don't worry. Yeah. I wasn't. I, you're the one with the contact, which, though. Which I, I think you should start training if you are going to. Yeah. Throw out the plan, first pitch? Yeah. At least stretch <laughs> your already, arm You're already time. in need of labrum surgery, so I mean, I, I, I don't know how. I'm not allowed to raise my arms today, so I can't stretch out the, the, uh, the, the shoulder. Fair point. All right, give them the rules, Scrabby, yes, so we yes. can get going. And I would here. also like to say I'm trying for Tony's uh, camera. Every time I move it, he hides further behind the microphone. <laughs> so they want to see your adorable oh, face. Because I've been hiding behind the microphone. No, it's microphone? unintentional, but I've it's been trying to move it around. Uh, Kathy actually was saying that she misses seeing your adorable face. I'm sorry, face. Kathy. So the rules are: you have to make it through Just three look questions. At me instead. Not really a great alternative. I, I understand. There's, there's... Each, <laughs> each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first-time player, yes. Please let us know before the first question, and you will get that question for free today. Got in, uh, got everybody involved today, Scrape. Yeah. yeah. You feel good about that, Scrape. I do. Here I we feel go. really good about it. First contestant, Riley. Welcome to oh, the show. Riley, you dropped. Okay, Riley. You oh, that's a that's a hang with that him. That is way, a hang Way with to him. start the show. Just about to come on the show. Here we go, Todd. Welcome to the show. Happy Hump Day. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello, hey. Hello Todd. Hello, hey, Todd. How are you guys doing? We're Pretty good. good. How are you? Thanks. Very good. Good, good. I'm a first time player. First time player! On to the second question. Tim Lynchicum played nine seasons with the San Francisco Giants and one season with what team? A pointer or a two pointer? This is a two pointer. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Who did he play for? Okay. I want to say the Cardinals. The, the Cardinals. Cardinals. I don't know if Timmy would have stayed there. With the cards. He went to the Halos to finish out his career. It was a red team. You were on to it. And the Halos yeah. is what he did it not, is. Sorry, Tom. Uh, he did not to have a lot of success for the Halos. No. We move to our next contestant. Is he a Hall of Fame pitcher, Tony? No. Not quite. Too short. But he was too short. No, I mean, not, his, not his size. I didn't oh, know his career was too short. The, <laughs> that did sound kind of crazy. Uh, no, I think not his, tall enough. His dominance was was too short. You often talk about the yes, ten a year, decade or yeah. so. Yeah, he was a little short. He was a little short of that. Short of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Todd. No, we just had Todd. So you, you okay? I let's just go, deleted it. Let's go to Matt. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Matt. Hello, Matt. If they ever have an all 2008 to 2013 team, Tim Lincecum will be the starting pitcher. There you go. That's a pretty good call, man. Very good. Very good. Here we go. First question. What team is currently number one in college football? Shouldn't be, but Ohio State. Shouldn't be? Who should be in your estimation, Matt? I don't know who should be, but if you almost lose to Rutgers and whatnot, we should fall a little bit. Interesting. That was correct, Scrape. Did you give him a bell? Oh, it was correct. That's what yeah. I thought. I said Ohio State. But, yeah. I, you uh, had Michigan on here. 
Is it Michigan? Michigan? No, I thought Michigan was number one. No, no, Ohio State's number one. In okay, the I'm glad that I'm glad that. Scra- <laughs> I panicked. Scraby's bad question radar was like hollering at him in his well, head. I googled that the other day, and I guess I looked at an old poll, but I, I panicked there for a second because I had no idea. Matt, thankfully. Some of us know love sports in here, and you're all okay. right. We're on to the second okay. question. <laughs> <laughs> Which NFL middle linebacker played 17 seasons for one team, won two defensive player of the year trophies? It's all 17 years, one team, two defensive player of the years? Yes, sir. Middle linebacker? Middle linebacker. Ray yeah, I knew, I knew, man. Really good, man. He had to talk it through, but yeah. he was on it. I, I yeah. kind of figured you knew that. I don't think I would have got that. Really? No, I hadn't uh, arrived at Ray Lewis yet in my mind. So good. Who on were Matt. you considering? Uh, I started with Mike Singletary. I oh. went to Dick Butkus, and I knew he didn't play long enough. And I went to a few other names, but I hadn't got to Ray Lewis. So see, his his, good role, on Mike. his Rolodex at middle linebacker is a lot longer than some of us. He oh to, yeah, good he, point. Was, he was working his way back yeah. into that. 2000 area. Yeah. yeah. Here Good we job, go. Mike. Question number three, Mike. Matt. Matt. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Quarterback Jeff George had oh, official Jeffrey. stats with five teams. Which NFL team did he play for the most? Ooh, the most. Hmm. I don't really Tough. know, but I know Scraby wrote the question. <laughs> oh. oh, I see you a little outside of the box thinking there. Unfortunately, no. Stay, stay get right there, the Matt. Victory as well, yet. he started with the Colts. I actually saw Jeff George play at the University of Illinois on a mm. Monday night at the Coliseum against USC. Real big arm. Yeah, he was. And uh, I think he was the number one overall pick. He was. Indeed, the he Colts. was. Yeah. Uh, I recall him with the Falcons. I don't really recall him with any other team, so I can't guess another team. I'll say the Colts. Oh, sorry, Matt. I got, I got good, lucky. Good play. I wasn't Matt. really good sure. Matt, nice I wasn't work. really sure. Yeah, Jim, Matt was good. He played five seasons with the Colts. Jeff George, I remember him, but I was a little too young. Was he a hothead? Yes. Okay. Did he know, did he wear out his welcome he, in I places? I don't know that he was a hothead. I think it seemed like. And I was young, but it seemed like he it wore out his welcome because it like he didn't have like a any passion. It's like the opposite of a hothead. Ah, so he was just like he was a guy people wanted to show that he cared more. A little bit. I think right. that was kind of. The, and he was just kind of known as a, he was always known as a as a kind of a disappointment for a number one overall pick. But to be honest, he was better than a whole lot of other number yes, one overall was. picks have been. I mean, he wasn't that bad. I do recall Dion baiting him into throwing a pass in <laughs> Dion and taking it 90-something yards. Uh, let's go to our next contestant. Anthony, welcome to the show. Great name. <laughs> Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon, Hello, Anthony. Anthony. Here we go. First question. What former wide receiver had the most receiving touchdowns in a single season during the, the 1980s? Yes, a little before Jerry Wright. That is. Uh, the... Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Rice. I can't think of anybody before that. 
Tony helped you out, but that's correct. That's a winner. That is correct. He came up with Jerry Rice. He did. He did. He yeah. did. Jerry Rice had the most receptions, like in every decade. I was about until to say, he retired, yeah. I think. Question number two. Except for when he played with the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Broncos, all those weird teams. I don't know. He got to the Super Bowl at the Raiders. He did. Two thousand two. Him and his him and his uh, deep deep braids that he had. <laughs> yeah, he was looking a little different by then. In professional bull riding. Oh, my goodness. How long is the cowboy expected to ride the bull in order to score points? How long is he expected to ride it? Yes. Uh, I'll say 10 seconds. 10 seconds, Mm. he says. Just missed. Oh, so he knows this. this. I do. It's eight seconds. It is. Yeah, they had a movie by that. Yeah, name. they they eight seconds. That's why I came up with the question. To be yeah. honest, sorry about that. Um, all right, we'll all right. tiebreaker, tiebreaker. What? Oh, he wants to go to a tiebreaker. Right, one more. One more. Oh, not he a little wants early. To do but one more. more. Here we go. Early. One, it's not a little early, but one more. <laughs> Leo, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going Pretty well. Good, Leo. Here we go. First question. When we talk about Maxion. What sport are we referring to? <laughs> Maction. College football. All right. Nice, nice work. Maction fan, I, I feel like. Boy you know, Leo. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be tuned in tonight. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> what team did Viking star Chris Carter first play with? Should be former Viking star. Um, I'm gonna go with a Falcon. Mm. Wrong bird. Stay there. Oh, Eagles. Eagles. Wrong bird. Eagles. It is now. We go to a tiebreaker. 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 Sorry, Leo. John. No, hold on. Hold on. We gotta come up with a a category. Don Money. Oh, my former manager. Was he really? Yes. Former baseball man, former brewer and Philly, Don Money. Yes. Good infielder back man. in the day. Was he a good uh, guy? He, he, you know, did you like him? He, I did. I did. I, I, my first year, because I didn't know what I was getting into, I didn't necessarily like him. But oh. the second go around, I, I had learned to appreciate him by good. then. He was a right. good. Good man. Don Money. Don Money. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a good last name. Don Money is the grandfather of... Gosh, somebody on the Diamondbacks. The Monopoly guy? Shut up. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Here we I, go. I got, I got Don Money pulled up, so go go for it. Call on our next contestant. Next contestant, John, do you know how the tiebreaker works? Yes, he does. I do. All right, John. All right, here we go. Good. All right. Chris, Don yeah. Money played 16 years in the major leagues. Okay. How many... Times did he walk? Oh my good, my good, my goodness! Uh, let's see, uh, sixteen years. I'm going to say about fifty would make eight hundred walks. I'm going to say a little more than fifty walks. I'm going to say nine hundred walks. Nine hundred walks, John. Is the actual answer higher or lower than nine hundred walks? Lower, lower, lower. 
Said that with confidence. Yes, it's he correct. Did. He got it. He got it. Nice Don job, Money. John. Stay right there. I'm going to make confirm no your applause for you today, John. Right you get nothing. You usually, Chris, you're very good at these guesses, but in this case, it was 600 walks in his career. Okay, All so right. so he didn't walk that much. No, Don Money he didn't. swung the bat. Guess so. back in the day. All Guess right, so. very good. Uh, all right, congratulations to John. He takes down uh, Chris versus the fans today. He'll qualify for that uh, t- the tickets to Luke Bryan, and he'll win the tickets to Green Day. So it's a good day for John. And uh, more Gwen and Chris coming up after we check some traffic here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Two twenty-five on the clock. Tony Wynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Short segment here. Lakers in action. They will be without their big man, Anthony Davis, ruled <gasps> out. I didn't know if that was that being facetious right there, or was you? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to throw an "I told you so" in, but that would just be piling on. I yeah. mean, they said he had a hangnail yesterday, oh, so I figured he'd miss a couple it. games. <laughs> Get off my man, A.D. Yeah. He's out tonight. Um, looks like the Denver Nuggies uh, will be without Mr. Murray. Really good player. Very, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, the point guard for a month. Yeah. A little hamstring. That's not a bad thing for a championship-type team to Ten. lose a player for a month. Although November's early in the season. Maybe better in February. Yeah, no, Because they're going to win a bunch of games and make the playoffs I, anyway, I, so I, it doesn't really matter I that much. I see your point, because they had, a, they had a longer season than everybody. Yeah, so right. They, they had all the was, extra postseason games. Offseason was uh, pretty yeah. short for them, so uh, Jamal Murray will miss the next month and uh, be able to get rested up. While his team uh, kind of irons out the kinks as they, uh, but they're playing good, ba- uh, good basketball. Honestly, they're seven and one. I don't know they're if they're, they're really ironing out very much right now. Yeah, they're, they're playing, not. Uh, they're not struggling right now. Playing pretty well. Celtics lost last night, which I believe means every team in the league is lost now. 
There'll be no undefeated seasons. Was that the case beforehand? Huh? Not I everybody believe, had lost. I believe the Celtics were the last to lose. The Wizards and the Grizz are the t- only teams with one win so far. Man, Grizz are one and seven. Yeah, um, and. They just paid uh, their best player a bunch of money, and he's going to miss how many? A 25? 25 oh, games? John Morant? John Morant. 30 games. 30 games. Oh, it was yeah. 30. Wow. Yeah, it's a long time. I actually kind of forgot well, about him. That's yeah, a good well, thing. That's, that's a good thing. It, well, not, for him, it, it's for not him, bad. not a good thing for, for the, uh, the Grizzlies? Memphis Grizzlies. For the Grizz, yeah. This for is the Grizzlies team, fans. This is a team that prior to him getting into to trouble was a team probably headed to at least a Western Conference final. They had that type of kind of team last year. Last year. But then they got every they got all their other guys hurt. Didn't That's Steven right. Adams Steven, get hurt? Steven the Adams, Lakers polished them off pretty easily pretty easy, in that yeah. series. Steven Adams actually is out for all of this year. Had oh, to have some type of knee surgery. And they've lost Dylan Brooks, Dylan the villain, Dylan signed the villain. with the Rockets. But that's interesting the two worst teams in the NBA so far, the Grizz and the Wiz. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of that. It had a good ring to it, didn't yes, it? Yes, it did. Uh, you had some. Did you have some comments you uh, wanted to get to from uh, from AJ? From AJ, Preller? yeah. AJ Casavell actually. Uh, he was at the GMB. AJ Casavell of uh, they will hire a manager at some point. Yes, MLB.com. Okay. <laughs> uh, he didn't say that, did no, he? I thought no, AJ no, no. Preller AJ said Preller that. said, "Quote: We'll make a decision here at some point." Yeah. Uh, some of the other topics they talked about with AJ Preller on Juan Soto, uh, AJ said the two sides are going to continue the the possibility of an extension, but he acknowledged that quote Juan long term Juan on a one year deal that brings different dynamics. We understand what that means for our roster, both short and long term. Uh, also on declining the Martinez and Waka options, he said quote the first move of the off season we weren't uh, comfortable at those price points. We're very open to those guys coming back. And then AJ Preller also confirmed that Ruben Niebla is going to be back as pitching coach for next season. I would say that's the biggest news of the bunch. I would say so too. Yeah, I, didn't know I that mean, was people even, are going to be really happy know, to know that. I didn't even know it was an option for him not to. Be I didn't back. either, but, but he's under nice contract. To... But you know, maybe he would have gone with Bob Melvin. Well, or something. there might have been some manager that said, "Hey, I'm only coming in if I can bring my own pitching coach." Yeah, so I'm gl- I'm kind of glad to hear Ruben yeah. Niebla will no, be back. Ruben is a he, he does. Was, he should be back. He's really, really good. Yeah, he did a nice job. Uh, really nice. All right. Well, I think that's I've... good. Scrape. All right. Gwen and Chris continues. Four thirty-six is the time. Uh, one of the bigger stories in sports continues to be this Michigan football situation. Is that in the Big Five, Scrape? No, I. I gotta say, I'm kind of over this You're whole over Michigan it? thing. Why? Well, it's it, a big but deal. I'm, yeah, I'm a little it's over not. talking about it because there's not a lot more to say. But I'm looking forward to seeing what the resolution is. I mean, is Harbaugh going to lose his job? Is Michigan going to be, you know, stripped of any victories? Is Michigan going to be taken out of consideration for the national championship? I mean, how how harsh are these penalties going to be, if at all? I think I'm starting to come around to Scrabies. Yeah, now you're that's... starting to go the other way. Huh? I am. Just let Which it go. Way is that? Through the Just so if you're not, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I don't think this should be a let it go. Okay, but I don't know that somebody should lose their job over it because I'm not so sure that so sure that the other teams aren't doing the same thing. Like I, I mean, I know Jim is the one that's seemingly the the poster child of it, <laughs> but I just I have a hard time believing that these other coaches. Are, aren't looking for that, an edge. that they didn't that they didn't think of the same thing well, or try to push the envelope now yeah. I, maybe jim went too far you know it, that's basically how it sounds like the astro thing when it happened right everybody was 
kind of doing their own way of shot, and they just went too far. They they that bridge too far. Maybe that's what Jim did, but I just I feel like the other teams are doing the same thing. Wash like, your hands of him. Yeah, he's ready to get rid of him. Huh? I'm ready to move Harbaugh on and have him uh, retire gracefully as the head coach at San Diego State University. <laughs> Okay, if that's where you're going, I'm winning. Come back to San Diego, Jim. You can cheat here. Yeah. Anyway, no decision has been made yet on that, and it's kind of turning into a he said, she said, too, because now Michigan's really claiming everybody else is cheating. So uh, once, once that comes down, I'm sure we'll have plenty to discuss. But right now, many other things to discuss, including traffic and then a big five. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. This hour is brought to you by the Caltrans Stormwater Program. Visit cleanwaterca.com. Let's change this to that by picking up after our pets, reuse and regularly servicing vehicles. Learn how at clean or learn how at cleanwaterca.com. That's cleanwaterca.com from the Caltrans Stormwater Program. We have no time to waste. I teased about a Padre that the Padres cannot trade. By any means. And I was looking through some of those trade possibilities this morning, and I found the usual names, but the name that I have not seen, and I definitely was very surprised, the writers said the Padres could look to trade Joe Musgrove in his contract to save some money and the uh, the, 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 the cost-cutting of the payroll for the Padres. You can offload some money and presumably get get some pitching back for Joe. The first thought I had, though, was, as I've already said, you can't trade him for the city, for the team, for everyone in San Diego. You cannot trade Joe Musgrove. So, Chris, do you think No-No Joe has too much local connection to trade him this offseason? No. You guys both look so excited for this question. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. I just, I'm, I'm disappointingly saying no. I, I, I don't think a local tie to a community enters into building a ball club in a win at all cost world of baseball anymore. Uh, I don't want to see Joe Musgrove traded. I think it would be a blow to the Padres. I would think Peter Seidler and management would say, hey, let's, can we do something different? Do we have to trade Joe Musgrove? But that being said, saying that you could get this and that for Joe Musgrove, you can say you can get this and that for just about any player. So I think it's much ado about nothing. I really don't think he's going to be traded. Uh, Tony, what do you think? Can you not trade Joe Musgrove? Because of his ties? His local ties. Yeah, no, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as local ties being so thick that you can't be moved. This game knows no friends. And... uh 
I'd be the I'd be I'd be in the same boat as Chris in terms of not liking that move at all. But um, it would be ridiculous to say that there's no way they can move him just strictly based off of his San Diego ties. All right. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Number four. According to longtime Patriots reporter Ben Volen, Bill Belichick might be coaching his last game for the Patriots this Sunday in Germany. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. They're moving him out, huh? Uh, this, do you guys know who Ben Volen is? Mm-hmm. He's been with the Patriots beat for a long time. And he said, quote, based on my conversations, I don't think it's 100% that Belichick, Belichick finishes out the season. The Germany game is practically the team's Super Bowl for the Crafts. If Belichick comes home from Germany with a 2-8 and eight record, I think there's a chance the Crafts can make the move in the bye week and install Jared Mayo as the interim head coach for the final seven games. So, Tony, what do you think the Crafts are going to do here? I don't think they're going to fire him right now. I mean, you're going you're gonna to make me believe that 2-8 and eight is all that much better than 3-7 and seven at this point in the year? I mean, neither of those scream to you playoff chances. Um... Yeah, uh, why would this be the Super Bowl for them? Because it's in Germany. I don't know, but that's what he said. High profile, I guess. Type so. game, I guess. All yeah. right, well, whatever, whatever. I think uh, no. I, I, I making it sound like Robert Kraft is going to be embarrassed <laughs> to lose this game. Right. He's already lost. He's two and two and seven on the year. Yeah. Uh, I do think that is not a foregone conclusion that Bill Belichick is just going to ride off in the sunset as a Patriot uh, head coach. But I don't know that that happens at the end of this week. Feels, Chris? Feels, feels very short-sighted. I, I mean, I thought the same thing, but Ben Volan wouldn't put this out there if it wasn't on his radar. Chris? I think they just fly home without him. Leave him there. Leave him in Germany? Let him, leave uh, him, like let a, him enjoy the remainder of Oktoberfest, whatever that is. I was going to say, leave <laughs> him out like a... turns into Novemberfest. Yeah, like a beer beer garden or yeah, something. Yeah, leave him and let him have a few beers. I, you know, it's interesting. I think there's a lot of Patriot fans that kind of think it's time for Belichick to go. And I saw a post the other day that he's 11 games under 500 in his career and games that Tom Brady doesn't quarterback. So all of a sudden, Bill Belichick Can't doesn't coach. have a clue. Yeah, and Can't it's coach. just, it's really, really not fair. I mean, this guy, you know, came up with so many different ways to win with so many teams that, you know, probably had no business winning at all. And Brady's now getting all the credit, and I just think that's revisionist history. Uh, if I was Robert Kraft, and I think he's a pretty, you know, other than his sorted, uh, uh, trips to some of the uh, massage parlors <laughs> in South Florida. Yeah, I think Robert Kraft's a fairly class owner, and I, I yeah, I know that sounded weird, right? That did. Yeah, but I just don't see him firing Bill Belichick after everything that the guy did for him. I, I, I just, it doesn't seem like it would leave a good taste. Yeah. Number three. Yesterday we played a clip of Hal Steinbrenner talking about the Yankees bunting more. Today we have a clip of GM Brian Cashman talking to reporters about whether or not they're going to change their internal processes. And he kind of went off on a strange tangent. Here it is. First and foremost, on the island, I want to make sure, you know, and I think it's been put out there. So people talk about we're analytically driven, right? <laughs> Do you know where the, sec- uh, the, the least... Large, we have the smallest analytics department in the American League East. Is that a shocker to you guys? We have the largest pro scouting department in all of baseball. Is that a shocker to you, to everybody? Shouldn't be. But no one's doing their deep dives. They're just throwing ammunition and, 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 and bullshit. And, uh, 
accusing us of being run analytically. Analytics is an important spoke in our wheel, but it, it should be in everybody's wheel, and it really is, is an important spoke in every operation that's having success. There's not one team that's not using it. We're, we're no different. Uh, but to be said we're guided by analytics as a driver, it's a lie. But that's what people want to say. I know I can't change that narrative. All I can continue to do is say bullshit, not true. But I will, you know, guarantee it's important and it, we utilize it along with our pro scouting opinions, along with our amateur scouting opinions. And, yeah, sometimes we do better than, and sometimes we do worse with some of our teams. All right, so that's uh, what Brian Cashman said to reporters yesterday. He had a long conversation, and it was uh, – very interesting, the whole thing. But my question is going to be for you, Chris. Why is Brian Cashman so mad? I guess I could say, why are the Yankees front office so mad? Or why is the Yankees? Well, front it sounded office? like he's tired of all the misrepresentation that goes on in the New York media. And I got you got to understand that you know first the New York media has you know newspapers like the New York Times. And then the New York Times has tabloids like the New York Post. And as much as I respect John Heyman, who works there, and some other guys, the New York Post does not have high standards when it comes to printing information. (laughs) They'll put practically anything in there and then deal with it later. And, you know, you got the Daily News, you got Newsday. I mean, everybody's competing, everybody's trying to get a story first. I think every now and again it gets frustrating to work for the Yankees. And, you know, be on top and be picked apart, especially when you have a season like they did. So I can understand in that city how it could wear you down. All right, Tony, why do you think uh, the Yankees front office is so mad the last couple days? I think it's exactly what Chris said. I I think about how often as a player, when you're in in locker room, you hear you'll be watching Sports Center, and something will come out that you know a thousand percent is not true. But it is said with such, like, confidence that – a lot of people believe it, and I'm sure that's what Brian Cashman is doing. He's because I I've heard that about the Yankees as well that they are so analytics driven that no one can make a decision without it basically. And it sounded like he was there to let everybody that's not true. That although analytics, as as I've said, I think everybody in the world of baseball says it's an extremely important tool. But it is not the the whole pie. Do you He's, have uh, anything from Hank Steinbrenner yesterday? Hal Steinbrenner? I mean Hal Steinbrenner um, from yesterday. I could go. Try, I can go. Would get it take it. you a long time to get it? I don't think so. I just want to hear him being Larry David pretending oh, to be George yeah, Steinbrenner yes, again. In that case, <laughs> that was really was, funny. <laughs> in that case, I think it might be a little bit more difficult. Okay. I thought you needed the audio. I'm going back to yesterday's thing real quick. Uh, so. But yeah, I think. I think that he's. I think he was just probably tired of, of false information out there. All right, yeah. all right. Here is Hal Steinbrenner yesterday, or Larry in, David, in just one second, being angry about bunting. Here we go. Yeah, I'll give an example. So, one thing that was discussed in August is is bunting. I mean, I think Aaron Boone thinks that we're not teaching the young players to bunt <laughs> all right, enough. That's all I, need. I can't. I can't listen to the whole thing. It's just Larry David being George Steinbrenner. It's perfect. Every time I watch that video, I feel like he's just taking shots at Aaron Boone for whatever reason. Aaron feels like we're not bunting enough. Yeah, like that's pretty <laughs> like and he sounds annoyed that they're they're going to have to like teach people how to bunt. So he's just this is how it Give goes, you an buddy. Yeah. Aaron thinks we're not Aaron thinks we don't bunt enough. <laughs> Number 2. All right. The New Orleans Saints announced on Monday that Gotta the have Bro- the calzone, George. 
<laughs> That's the Steinbrenner right there on Seinfeld. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints announced Monday that the Pro Football Hall of Fame reached out to request some memorabilia from Taysom Hill's uniform after against the Bears, making room for Hill in Canton after he became... And this is how it was written in the article. Roten? Tell me, Roten can't. Did possibly I just say Roten? You did. <laughs> oh, you honestly man. did say Roten. We're gonna need. And that. if you don't make a promo out of that <laughs> no. one, I don't know what you're gonna do. Good old uh, Roten. I, I did. It was I, Roten. I did say Roten. And where did that even come from? But this is how it was written in the article that I got this from. <laughs> said in Canton after he became just the first third player in pro football. What does that mean? First third? Am I re? Is that? Is that a mistype? He was the first one? First third player. That's <laughs> definitely a mistype. Yeah, I don't get okay. that. So he became just the, I'm going to say, the third player in pro football history to score 10 times as a passer, rusher, and receiver in their career. He might be the first. No, I mean, uh, Frank would, Gifford did. Frank Gifford threw 10 TD was passes that Roten in back the book in the day? Too? <laughs> that was written somewhere. It was written down in the history books, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, Hill's touchdown catch against the Bears was the one that finally sealed the deal. I don't even remember who went first, so I'm just going to say Tony. What kind of player is Taysom Hill going to be remembered as? Um, a versatile player that was good at or was was yeah was okay at. At a few different things, but not good at necessarily any of them. I mean, that's a pretty good explanation, I mean, honestly. Yeah. Chris, how do we? How are we going to remember Taysom Hill? Uh, he went to BYU. I refuse oh, to remember. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, don't remember him. You don't remember him at all. By the way, a bad start for Wemby and the Spurs in New York tonight. They're trailing in the first Yowzers. quarter, thirteen to zip. To rock. Yeah, to rock. So not a good start for the Spurs. Anyway, go ahead, Scrape. No problem. Number one. So Cam Newton was asked recently about why he went with the number oh, one this is great. when he was drafted by the Panthers. <laughs> and I learned today that he never actually wanted to be number one. But former Panther Jimmy Clausen forced him into it. Listen to so this. here is Cam Newton telling this story of how he became number one. I didn't even want number one. Man, Jimmy Clausen, we cool now. Jimbo, he's like, you want it, you gotta pay for it. I was like, cool, how much? He said a million. I said a million dollars, bro? I said, bro, people don't make a million dollars in a lifetime, let alone, I'm gonna give you a million dollars just for a number, bro. So I thought he was playing. Comes back and said, okay, bro, I'll talk to my people, we'll do it for 750,000. I said, oh. Oh, you for real? <laughs> I hung that phone up. True story. Hung that phone up. I called the equipment man. I said, I'm rocking with number one. I made an oath to myself. I said, that will be the last time Jimmy Clausen will ever be heard of. And he was right. <laughs> Jimmy Clausen has been uh, pretty much forgotten at this Wait, point. Wait, what ended up happening? He got the number for free? No. No, he, he wore number, number one. one. He oh. wanted number two. He wore number two at Auburn. Yeah. Jimmy Clausen had been drafted the year before, so he had it. Yeah. Said you got to pay him a million dollars. Or the number two. Or 700. Oh, Jimmy Clausen had number two, which is what he wanted. Okay, that confused me. Or $750,000 is what he lowered it to. Jimmy Clausen, man. That guy had some serious issues. What? I guess you, I, he got in bar fights at Notre Dame. Oh, he was yeah, the kind of guy that walked around and said, "Don't you know who I am? I'm Jimmy Clausen." Uh, oh, is this true? Oh yes, I'm going to be the greatest thing I ever. Mean, and he was one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL history. <laughs> you know, listen, that's I, all I remember. I've heard him as. of guys getting Rolexes 
that they've been. I mean, and that's, those are expensive gifts. But I've never heard of a million dollars. We still have no idea what Will Myers got from Blake Snell for his number four. It wasn't seven fifty. It wasn't that. Um, so the question is, Chris, do you think Jimmy Clausen asked for too much? <laughs> I, I think if you're going to give up your number in that a million, if you really want to. That's worth giving up your number. Yeah, for, it was so bucks. worth it that you got nothing, and now you were just you could have and you, you angered Cam. You could have got fifty grand out of that for and a you, number, and, and you look like a schmuck. <laughs> More importantly, yeah, I like that's, how, that's my answer. It's just Jimmy Clausen's a schmuck. I like that's how all Cam I have says, for you. Oh, you're serious? Because <laughs> if someone told me a million bucks too, I'd be like, ha ha, what's the real number? <laughs> right? And they're like, no, a million bucks. I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's crazy, Jimmy Clausen. Uh, yeah, so you angered you angered Cam Newton into taking your job and basically making number I mean, one. He, he, was, on, he was on borrowed time anyway. Jimmy, Cla- it was his second year. In I'm the league. saying though, Jimmy Clausen wasn't like the greatest college player. Not really. That's why he got drafted when he got drafted. Who's I hate to put it this way, but who's worse, Jimmy Clausen or Matt Barkley? Jim Clausen. Okay, Matt I Barkley at least had a. Had some standing college career. Oh, I was talking pro career. They were both. Matt Barkley's still in the league. He's a backup. Yeah. Oh, well, that tells me everything. There's your answer. Yeah, that tells me everything. All right. That's it for the big five, guys. Right on time. Thanks very much. Oh, wow. You hit it right on the the mark. You guys got me into my. You guys, uh, with the assist for getting us into the segment early enough, and we got through it all. Very good. Happy hours coming up. And uh, it will include a brand new segment called the Fantasy Sports Court. Yeah. I can't wait. Do not miss that, among other things, when we return. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 